All right, you listeners, we need to be honest with you. It is a very early morning recording. I'm still getting through my Red Bull. I'm only halfway through. So excuse any fumbling lines, yeah. any thoughts that are longer than they should be. But Josh, before we dive into this unexplainable episode, I should say, what should the people do? If you're watching this video on YouTube, please make sure to subscribe to our channel. Leave a like on this video, drop a comment, share this with a friend, and also make sure that notification bell is on to get notified for every single upload. And night, what should they do on listening platforms? Guys, listen, if you're hearing these beautiful morning voices in your earphones, through your car speakers, or if you're blasting it at your soccer tournament, you guys need to make sure that it's downloaded. Make sure that you're following us on Spotify. That's how you can stay up to date with these weekly episodes. And you guys, YouTube versus audio has become a battle here. Oh yeah. Who's going to leave more reviews? Who's going to leave more comments? This week, this past week, YouTube blew yeah. audio out of the water. So audio, personally me, I wouldn't take that level of disrespect. Yeah, I'd me be neither. dropping reviews left and right. So you guys better get on that. But I'm going to read off a, free you, a few YouTube comments. I told you I was going to be fumbling lines this morning, man. I don't got all the caffeine in my system. Here we go. Um, Susie Williams. When Do you remember what Susie Williams said to you last week, Josh? What did she say to me last She week? said that she would beat you in a Wii Sports Battle. Oh, bring it on. You said that last episode. Do you want to know what she said? What did she say? She said, that was my son Titus, and he will destroy you in a sword fight. So Susie's so. son was actually commenting on behalf of Susie. So will you take that level of disrespect from Titus? Is never. The question. Never. Titus, I'll give you all the smoke you want. Every <laughs> every ounce of smoke is yours. I guarantee you Titus is losing his mind that we're talking about him right now. 100%. Shout out, Titus. All right. Another one, this came in from Wyatt. He said, this is a long one, so be ready. He said, y'all hit home with the small town mentality. There are people where I live who have been doing the exact same thing every day for 40 years straight. There is definitely a narrow-minded mentality that comes with it, and my family is currently moving locations to get away from my current town to the biggest city in my state because of this issue. As someone who isn't afraid to go against the grind, it's been a real journey for me. Hey, proud of you. Love it, Wyatt. I literally, I think I said that exact thing. I said, happy for you. Go get it done. All right, last comment we're going to talk about. On this one, this comes in from Nalina G. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. My bad. She said, first of all, amazing episode per usual, but I love listening to this episode while you guys do things like homework because your guys' perspective on these topics encourage me to work harder, especially since I'm graduating May and going off to college. So thank you and keep doing what you're doing. You got it, Nalina G. <laughs> what a G. Huge G. <laughs> what a legend. So listen, if you guys want your comment, we just picked three out of the 20 comments that were on last week's episode. If you guys want your comment reviewed or you want your review, review reviewed, go ahead and yeah. leave it on all those platforms. Also, uh, I know we said that the reviewers on listeners on platforms shouldn't take that disrespect. YouTube, keep showing up. YouTube, you We're not telling you to slow down. Listen, keep showing up with these comments. The competition is very, very close behind. Yeah. All right. Let's just be very openly honest. Let's we were it. sitting here before this episode, and we have probably recorded the most amount of episodes in the past three weeks yep. than ever before. Oh, yeah, for sure. We've talked about this a few times of why we're doing it. We're pre-recording. Josh is going to be leaving the country for nine weeks, and I'll be leaving – not the country. I'll be leaving the state for a few weeks. And so we're pre-recording just so we can take a break. So you guys need to realize, like, like 40 – Probably like 46 weeks out of the year, we're in here recording. Yeah. It's like every single week. And so you would think after a while, your brain needs a break. You know, we, we put a lot of these episodes, we prep for them. And so when we take those five, six, in this case, nine weeks off, that time is how we rejuvenate. We brainstorm. We're taking a lot of ideas down. And so then when we come back for the second half of the year, you know, we're ready to go. Yeah. So think about this as a little halftime of the year, right? Cool it our rejuvenation. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Let's go. Jake's a Josh. Jake's a Josh.
uh, you guys. So we're taking a little halftime here in a few weeks. Anyways, so I bring this up because we've been struggling with the brainstorming because yep. we're kind of in our burnout stage. Did we, we had be, nothing planned we today. We're going to be very, very open with you guys. This episode is a last-minute idea, and we think it'll be great because we know you guys tune in just to hear us, not because we're the most professional or we have everything planned out. Most of the time we do, but today we don't. And so we hope you guys can just stick along for the ride as we uh, dive into some topics or yeah. one topic for this episode. Yeah, we feel and very lucky that we have an audience that will just like to listen to us speak. Because oftentimes those are our most listened to or enjoyed episodes by the by true. the viewers. So, so probably as this episode's coming out, I'm not even gonna throw out dates anymore because I am so we drastically wrong yeah. on when stuff comes out. Um, so it's I'm, gonna be midsummer time. So we'll. I don't even want to say midsummer. It could be in two weeks. I have no idea, bro. We don't know. We, we don't know at all. But we thought, okay, we've talked about the graduation. I don't even know if that episode's come out. Wow, we are all over we're all over the place. We apologize, guys. We will come back to. <laughs> recording week of yes um and we're excited for that we are we are because we love doing current episodes yeah okay so as this episode's coming out it's gonna be i'm just gonna make it very broad during summertime we thought okay people are getting out of school they have you know two three months off do we talk about you know falling into old patterns or how to make money for the summer what you should be doing for your summer do you relax hang out with your boys enjoy the summer do you grind make money set up yourself for the future so that's what we're gonna be unpacking today let me ask you, your first summer out of high school, you know, usually growing up, summer, you're not even thinking about school. You're not yeah. thinking about your future. It's just hanging out, eating popsicles on the sidewalk, you know, oh, playing some wall ball with the boys, some hide and seek in the forest. But as you grow up, all of a sudden, summer turns into more of a prep time, right? You yeah. Know, you're getting ready. You're setting yourself up. When do you remember that first happening? Was it your first summer out of high school? Was it your first summer of high school? Has that still not hit? What I think, think it's probably this summer because this summer is the first time obviously i've been done with school for almost three years now which is crazy yeah um and this summer is the first time that i'm like paying for this trip by myself yeah uh usually it's a family trip um so it's been a lot of like financial planning um and then when i get back there's a lot of other planning that i have to do in my life so it's just like it's a good time to take this break that's going to be really nice because then there's going to be a lot of stress coming at the end of the summer. So I feel yeah. like it's definitely feeling like that that plan period. So you would say you're kind of you're mixing up this summer. You're making it a good. You don't want to say a last hurrah, but yeah. you know a big a big trip before you come back, settle in, figure out what's next type of thing. For sure, because after this summer, I feel like this will be the last time for a long time that I'll be able to have the freedom, the yeah. financial freedom, especially to be able to do a trip this size. Definitely. Because uh, I won't be paying for rent. I won't have expenses, like, because I don't have any expenses right now. Right, right. Um, which, guys, if you're if you're still young and you're making money and you're living with your parents, fantastic. Yeah. Because you don't have expenses and you can do stuff like this. It's been great. Um, but it is also time for me to, to fly the nest. Right. So it's like... It, it's the last time I'm definitely definitely enjoying this summer while I can. That's gonna be awesome. I think a lot of people, like once I don't I don't feel like you're freshman or your sophomore year of high school. You're really even thinking about it. Some people definitely are. I wasn't. Um, I'm graduating high school this summer, and I feel like luckily throughout my high school career or high school years, I've already kind of been prepping for when I was done with high school. I've been yeah. setting myself up, so it doesn't actually feel that like that much pressure. And that's the thing I want to talk about. Like, I think there's like. There's a lot of stress that builds up when you do no prepping, yeah. right? You're not even in that case. You've been built. We've been building this for two years. Yeah. Now. That all yeah. comes into, you know, how the future plays out. We've been building things. But I think, like, when you 
just, you know, do the high school experience, live through your high school years. And I want to preface this very clearly before. If anyone has, if anyone is or has done what I'm saying right now, it's never too late. So I'm not, I don't want to be like, oh, it's too late for that guy listening. Yeah. But what I mean is like, usually, I, oh, okay, I'll bring it back to this. I was watching a video the other day that Casey Neistat released, and he was talking about procrastination. Um, is procrastination something that you deal with? Like, is that something that you struggle with at all? Yeah, for sure. It's definitely something that I've got a lot better at. Yeah. As a kid, especially in school, I can't remember ever a time where I didn't procrastinate on something. Yeah. I think, like, I I was never... I, that was... I'll be very honest, actually. It was never something I really, really struggled with. And I think it's because, like, I always made sure that whatever I was working on, like, I loved doing it. And I yeah. feel like you really only procrastinate things that you don't enjoy doing. Yeah. There's always going to be things that you don't enjoy doing, even if you're building your dream career. or you're, Even if you're in your dream career field, there's always going to be parts that you don't like 100%. doing, right? Yeah. But I think on a broad scale, the procrastination, most of it leads up because of buildup, right? Yeah. You're like, oh, I could have got this done last week, but I waited this week. So when you think about that, like on a broad scale with like high school, you're like, oh, okay. So I didn't, like I enjoyed my sophomore year summer. Now it's my junior year summer. Like now do I start working on it? I don't know when is the right time. Like I don't think there is a right time. Yeah, I think... I think the time's going to show itself to you because, like, you can do all the prep you want and then still not be ready. Definitely. But then you could also do no prep and somehow things just end up working out. 100%. But that's person to person. Like, there's yeah. no rhyme or reason to anything in life, I feel like. Yeah. It's just, like, it's going to be different for the person. Um, and it just depends how how you feel like it's going to work out for you. But I know a lot of people will do all the planning in the world and then it will still catch up to them and they won't be ready for it. But then also... Like, I've only had my green card for a year. Yeah. And I think I've saved over 70% of all of my money since I've been earning money. Yeah. Um, so that's been my way of planning is just trying to save all this money for when I leave. Um, and that's working really well for me because I've been able to save well. Yeah. But I know for a lot of people, saving can be hard or saving can be easy. And then you get that self, you get stuck in a place where you don't have enough money to like, support yourself while you're trying to save you know Definitely. what i mean well i think like that's a great example i think money saving that's an inevitable thing that you do need to prep for yeah because if you wouldn't have prepped you would not actually be able to go on the trip no way so it's like there was something about that that josh had to do there yeah. was no really choice it's like okay it's it's a you know it's a mathematical thing if i want to do this thing i need to have the money to do it so you did have to prep in that case right yeah i think there's also more things that are just like just like life, I think, I, yeah, I think what you're saying is like very accurate. It's like there's, you can't actually prep for life because it's like prepping for something that you don't know. Exactly. But I also think it's like, oh, if I want to go and I want to play D1 sports, well, there is some prepping that you 100% need to do. For or, sure. oh, I want to go to an Ivy League college. Well, I guarantee you there's prepping you need to do. Yeah. So I think there's like certain parts of your future that you do plan for that you really need to prep for. Yeah. And it's not always going to be stuff that you like doing. Like, oh, 100%. <laughs> I really, really wanted to go to a concert with my friend, go see Baby Keem. I wanted to go to that concert so bad, but I was saving uh-huh. and I was like, I need this money. I I need to save it right now. And I, I didn't, I made the decision to save the money instead of going to something that was fun. Yeah. And it's that, that decision that's hard because like whenever you're building to something, there's always going to be stuff that you hate. Yeah. Think about a chef who's trying to open a restaurant. Guarantee you he hates chopping onions, Yeah. but he needs to make, he needs to prep for the meals. You know what I mean? I think all of it, and this is something that I think 
teenagers struggle with, but I think most successful people have figured it out, is delayed gratification, right? Yeah. It's doing stuff now that in the future I'm going to be grateful for. So exactly, Chef is a great example. He's got to chop those onions on day one so that on year three, when he has his Michelin star restaurant and he serves those onions, he can look back. And day one, there is no gratification there. Exactly. There was nothing there that he had accomplished, but he had to do it then because he understood the future. And I think that's something that, if teenage were to implement that a lot, so you're doing it with your trip, right? You're delaying the gratification by yeah. saving. You missed out on an opportunity. You didn't get to go to the concert, but now you're about to leave on your dream trip in a week. So it's right. like, oh, delayed gratification. Exactly. <clears throat> and I think most people that go into a big career field have to do that. Not your four, eight years of college probably aren't going to be the best, but you're delaying the gratification when you get that six-figure salary. Yeah. You're, you know, you're a doctor and you get to drive your dream car. So it's all delayed gratification. And I think... <laughs> It, and it's like it doesn't you don't have to play that out in a, any example like any you don't have to play that out into every example because I think there is a time to just spend your money and just enjoy it like you're for about sure. to do it right yeah. you're about to spend money and go on a great trip there's time for that too um, but I think when it comes to like summer and like right out of high school or going into high school whatever I think like I don't think there's ever a point where you need to shut off all the fun I think no. as soon as you do that, then everything else becomes miserable. Exactly. I think there's a great balance. Like, if you're grinding and you're saving, you need to make sure that you're still doing stuff on the way that makes you happy. 100%. Because, like... It's, there's no point in doing it if it's miserable like that. Yeah. You know? when, when it comes to saving, what I've been doing recently with no expenses, I put 85% of my money um, into a savings account. Yeah. And then the 15% is mine to do whatever I want with. Yeah. So yeah. I can use that money to have all the fun that I want Exactly. Um, that's not me limiting like that spending. If I've got a hundred bucks in my account and I want to go do something that costs seventy dollars, that's gonna be fun. I'm gonna go do that because this is the money that I have to spend. Exactly. And it's like it's stewarding, it's stewarding saving and fun and like responsibility. Yeah. You can do that all at the same time. Hundred percent. And I think like they play into each other because yeah. it's like you have to think about it. Okay, someone say there's someone that wants to you know go play D1 sports at college. <clears throat> During their high school times, is there parties they're going to miss out on? 100%, yep. right? But also, I'm not saying that that guy shouldn't go and live his life. Because you, I think you like you actually learn to hate whatever you're working on if there's no outside fun. Yeah. If you don't enjoy anything outside of it, then your whole life becomes miserable. And you actually learn to hate the thing that you loved most in the yeah. beginning. And I think that's, that's a great example of burnout. It's like yeah. if you just push yourself so hard in that one field and you have no time to just let your mind go loose or, you know, go hang out with your boys or your friends. And it's like you're going to learn to hate that thing in the beginning and then it becomes all worthless. Seriously. Nothing's worth it at that point. You, you need to have outlets. 100%. Outlets are some of the most important things. You need to have people around you that can help you out, even if you don't. Like if you're a businessman who works 12-hour days, if after your shift you want to go do something, go to like the arcade or something and yeah. just let off some steam. Yeah. People don't do that. I know. I think it's because, like, we, at some point, like, I think at some point when people grow up, they start taking everything too serious. And, okay, there's always a time for it to be serious and professional. Yeah. But I also think, like, people lose, like, childlikeness and fun, and those people become miserable. And I yeah. never want to be that guy. I don't care how successful or how much pressure or responsibility I have. As soon as I become that guy that doesn't want to have fun anymore, I'm like, what, what am I doing? Like, Also, stress legitimately takes years off your life. Oh, 100%. So if you're stressing... Say, so, yeah, if if you're working a long week and you stress five out of those seven days, that's putting a big strain on your life. Yeah, you see presidents before they go into office and after they go into office. Yeah. You realize how much pressure it is having a whole country on your shoulders, dude? That's no, 
like you there is literally physical weathering on the human yeah. after doing that. Dude, you realize it's how much bad. pressure. Yeah, like pressure and stress is is real. Okay, so how do you we've talked about this in the past, but I, I would be interesting to see how our opinions have changed on this. There was a clip probably like a year and a half ago that did like just over a million views and we were talking about the difference between like living in the moment and getting ready for your future and like yeah. balancing that. And I think summer is a time that people will be tested on that of like, okay, there's gonna be a party this weekend. How do I balance living in the moment, enjoying what I'm doing, staying true to me, but then also knowing that I have to wake up tomorrow. There's going to be a future ahead of me. How are you balancing that? Has your opinion changed on that? What are you feeling about that topic nowadays? I think it's still pretty much the same as, as when we talked about it the first time. Okay. So I feel for like people that weren't listening back then, yeah, it's like I just lost my train of thought completely. You're good. I can pick up. Yeah, pick up. I think I I don't know. I think it's really hard. I think my opinion maybe has slightly changed on this. More in like the way of like cuz I think what what we had landed on last time was you know, like live in the moment but also think about the future. And I think there's there is like there is value and there's truth in that. But I also think like maybe not I don't know. Because I think when people, like, as soon as people disregard their future and disregard that they have to wake up tomorrow and have responsibilities, I think at, at some point you're not actually true to you. Yeah. I think it kind of takes off this, like, this real-life reality that you do have. So I think we've disassociated living in the moment with reality and responsibility. And I think there's actually a combination of both. Because yeah. I could be the guy that is successful but I go to the party and I don't drink and I don't do drugs. So what am I doing? I'm living in the moment but I'm also not disregarding the fact that I have responsibilities in the future. Yeah. And I think the guy that can do that is more powerful than the, than the guy that stays home because the guy knows that he doesn't have the self-control. Exactly. It's the boundaries you set. Right. Because right. if you can balance the success and like the, the keeping yourself where you want to be and also having fun, that's exactly where you should be. I think the guy that has like self like he has responsibilities that he takes care of, but he also has the self control to not fall into other people's ways is way, way more powerful than the guy that doesn't have that and so he can't go into any other social outlet. Yeah. Because that guy's like because okay, this, this is how I like to think about it, right? So I'm like, okay, I'm seventeen. I don't drink, I don't do drugs, I don't do any of that. I don't even party, I don't do any of it. But I'm also thinking, okay, when I'm twenty one, is there gonna be business opportunities that take place in a club or yeah. around in a cigar room or a wine night. Yeah. So what? I'm going to be like, well, no, I, I don't have self-control to be in those scenarios. I can't go. What if I lose out on a million-dollar opportunity? Exactly. So I need to be the guy that has the self-control to go into scenarios with people that I disagree with, live a different lifestyle, stay true to me. Because if not, I'm actually – I have a lack of – I have a lack of, like, self-control. Yeah. And that then misses out on opportunities, you know? Yeah. If you feel like you can't go into environments like that without – losing control of yourself you should never be in those environments well you also just need to do some self-reflection yeah like, seriously but like if if you don't drink but you need to meet clients at a club and you have self-control go to the club well that's get a, a soda right that's a powerful guy right yeah like if you can if you can go somewhere where everybody else is drinking and you're drinking soda and still can make the deal with these people yeah that's a that's powerful that's where so you should powerful. be and i think like people they they like obviously they automatically assume that you can't do both. Yeah. And I just don't think that's true at all. But it was interesting. I was <clears throat> I was listening to a video the other day where this um this guy was basically breaking down like where so he he like 
he's sober. I mean, like, he's an adult, so he drinks and smokes cigars, whatever. But he was saying is that most of his deals have been enclosed, have been, like, closed in environments that he wouldn't personally put himself in. Wow. And you have to think about that for a second. You have to think about that his where he wouldn't naturally be comfortable is where he's made his most money. And I think there's something to that. And yeah. I think if that guy wouldn't be able to put himself in those situations, the money that he would lose out on, but also that he's not a very full-rounded human being. Because if you can't, if you don't have the self-control to put yourself in scenarios that you wouldn't naturally put yourself in, then who are you to have responsibility, yeah. you know? I guess in those situations, you just have to meet people where they're at. Because if you can, if... If you're one type of company and you're trying to make a deal with a different type of company completely, but you're the one pitching it to them, you have to meet them where they're at 100%. to be able to, for them to feel comfortable with meeting with you. Yeah. So I think that must be how he feels with that. If he's meeting these people where they're at and where they're comfortable, that's when he'll make deals with different people. Yeah. Because like if somebody wanted to make a deal with him, he'd go where he's most comfortable. Right. Exactly. So, and, and that vice would probably versa. be, you know, in his house or yeah. in his, you know, his penthouse or whatever so i think that's i think that's something you know that's so now i want to bring it back to because i don't know that everyone can relate to that scenario but i think everyone has been in that scenario so this summer when you guys are put into situations that you're not necessarily comfortable in so if you're the guy that doesn't party and you're at a party stay true to yourself because i think that holds a ton of power yeah be able to wake up the next day and still go get after what you want but also i don't think miss out on opportunities if all your friends are go i mean obviously if it's like illegal or whatever i wouldn't necessarily yeah. partake but if all your friends are like hey we're going out and we're we're going to this concert tonight and you're like, well, I have a meeting tomorrow at 8 a.m. Well, balance both because yeah. I don't want you to miss out on that opportunity. I think a lot of teenagers do. They cut it off and they're like, I don't want that. But then you also learn to resent what you love most yeah. and then your friends. And then you don't have a fun childhood or a fun teenagehood. I think people take – they like they just take one slice of the cake and they're like, no, I can never do the rest. And it's yeah. just like I don't think that's true. Also, fun doesn't have to damage your life. 100%. So people who say that, like, oh, I want to enjoy my, my teenagehood, enjoy it. Yeah. Don't ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a big difference, but people don't really know the difference. Yeah. What does the difference look like to you? I think ruining it would be not trying to set yourself up for a better future by only having fun. Because it's not like setting yourself up can't be fun, but it's also like there's going to be points where it's going to have to not be fun. Yeah. That people are just going to have to deal with. Yeah. Because... People think that once you're done with being a teenager, you're not going to have fun in life anymore. And that's probably going to be the most case for people that didn't set themselves up, though. Exactly. But you if know? you set yourself up well, you'll have way more fun as an adult yeah. than you will as a teenager because of the more freedom you have. Yeah. Well, I think it's just like a limiting mindset. It's like yeah. as soon as you limit to like, oh, this year I have to stop doing that. I think that shuts people down from so many. I mean, we know people in their 40s that are getting the biggest opportunities in their life now yeah. that have nothing to do with their career field. And it's just like. That shows me that I'm like, we're so early in this game. There's so much time for mistakes. I could literally mess up. And when I mean mess up, I don't mean go out and make dumb decisions. Yeah. I mean mess up by taking risks. There's a very, very different. Because some people could like listen to what you just said and be like, well, yeah, then I'm just going to drink for the next five years, do drugs, and then I'll just figure it out then. It's like, yeah. oh, no. I don't know if that's the best. Because at the same time, tomorrow isn't guaranteed. So why put yourself in situations that would risk that? Yeah, always put yourself in positions where you still can be around the next day yeah. why would you ever want to be in a position where you might not be around the next morning i know i know and like because then what's the fun for yeah. you've had fun for 10 minutes and you die yeah well, is it worth that's it that's like the very that's the worst end of the stick but it's very true yeah but it happens like it's very true it's i heard this story ali was telling me about um 
like hazing in fraternities and how like giving into the peer pressure is like fatal for some people yeah where they'll say with new recruits they'll um it's a true story by the way um they handed the, the leaders of the frats handed is there a trigger warning here there might be okay um the leader of the frats handed these two new recu- recruits um a gallon of alcohol mm. of like straight spirit i won't say i don't know if we're allowed to talk about alcohol on youtube yeah um and they said you have to split this before the night's over you can't go home um one of the guys left um he didn't finish he says i'm leaving i'm never coming back um and snuck out so the other guy was forced to drink the whole rest of the thing by himself and he died of alcohol poisoning yeah it's just not worth it no it's really not worth it it's like the peer pressure can be so dangerous that people will and the people pleasing people will do stuff like that that puts them in a severely dangerous environment just because it could lead for something better along the way even though it won't yeah i think that's something that's interesting because you know we hear like a lot like tomorrow isn't promised you know live today to the fullest and i think that's i think that's a very valid thing it's true it's actually true tomorrow's never promised for anyone but i think there's also like I think that can be taken a few different ways. I mean, actually, I think just two different ways. Some people take it as tomorrow isn't promised, so I'm going to live today to the fullest by doing things that make me feel good in the moment. But at the same time, I think it can also be taken as like live today to the fullest while setting yourself up for the future. I think there's like a very, very fine line. I think most people, it's like probably blurry for them. But I think it's just like, when, when you hear someone talking about, like, oh, okay, I'm going to go into this career, and I'm going to go in all in. There's going to be no plan B. I, and I heard I heard Jordan, Jordan Peterson talking about this the other day. He said, you're already all in. You're on this place called Earth. Yeah. You have a life, and you're guaranteed to die. You're already all in. There's no There's no going back. What are you going to go back to? Your mother's womb? She doesn't want you back there. Yeah. You're not fitting. Yeah. You're not going back. <laughs> not going back. And so it's like, and you're guaranteed to die. So you have you already have this timeline set up. Yeah. You don't know when this death thing is coming into play, but it's like you're in, dude. There, there, your chips are on the table. What yeah. are you gonna do now? It's true. What are you gonna do? You're gonna live your life to the fullest now. You've been you're doing already, that. You're already you're now, living your life to the most it can possibly be because you could die at any moment. That, but it's also like, are you? You're in. You're you're in the game. He said you can be in and live a comfortable life. Yeah. You can be in and live a mundane, boring life. He's like most people do that, but he's also like when someone tells me they're about to go all in on this career, he's like, it's too late. You're in. So just put, you're already in. Yeah. Just do it now. Do just everything, do it. yeah. There, what's your plan B going to be? You're going to die, dude. It's just like, when you put it in its simplest form, it's like, this death thing is guaranteed. Yeah. And, you know, this might be, like, triggering for some people, but I'm not saying it in a way of, like, death shouldn't be a big thing. It's scary. We all we all understand. I don't need to elaborate on that. But it's also like, you don't know when it's coming, so you're in. There's yeah. no point in waiting for tomorrow. You're in. It's true. If you're not going full in right now, you like chances are you're not going to well it's just like you're already in yeah i don't know how else to put it it's like when we say like i'm gonna go all in on this career it's like you're already all in on this life thing so really you're just making another decision yeah and most people aren't gonna go all in that's the truth is that they're not most people don't and they don't and i was watching you've already seen this movie but i watched whiplash for the first time uh like a week and a half ago and i think it's definitely top three favorite movies for me and i think it's because i i've never seen and it's obviously it's fictional, but I've never seen someone be willing. That is the definition of all in to me. Yeah, he was willing to do anything. There was no, 
there was no second thought in his mind. There was no second thought in his actions. Actually, more yeah. importantly, it was he didn't have a plan B in his head or how he was displaying it. He yeah. put everything on the line. Right, he was willing to go through a car crash. His hands were bleeding. He was going through physical trauma, physical pain. Broke up with his girlfriend, and that was it. He was. He was all set in on that, and I think that's—I don't know that everyone should live like that because I think it's pretty dangerous. Yeah, it, that the way he did it was unhealthy, right? But, but his think, only mindset was to be the greatest, and he did, yeah. and like that was his goal, and he accomplished it. And I think that to me showed a level of passion that I haven't seen displayed. Obviously, it's fictional, but I haven't de- seen it displayed like that. And I'm like, that to me is more inspiring than the guy that yells on me on Instagram. Because I don't know what that guy's done. Yeah. That guy's probably just sitting in his basement with a microphone. Like, I don't know what he's done. But when it, you see it displayed on a, even almost like on a life or death scale, that's what it is ultimately, right? It's, it's, it, I think it's crazy. You guys should go watch that movie. Trigger yeah. warning. There's a lot of crazy stuff. It is top three favorite movies for me as yeah, well. Yeah, I was just like, I finished it and I was like, I mean, like the last scene, I don't want to give anything away, but it's just like. I get, ch- I've got chills thinking about you're it. You're so locked in on the passion. Yeah. And I think like passion is so it makes people more hungry, but also like passion is very attractive. Like when you when you see someone that's passionate, you can't help but want to hear what they have to say. Yeah, you know what I mean. Even if you're not interested in it, hearing somebody explain something with passion, yeah, it's like infatuating. Oh yeah, and th- I was never interested in drums. Yeah, but you hear, you see passion displayed, and I think even more than passion being displayed vocally, but passion being displayed with actions. Yeah, it's just like that's what it's about. Yeah. Like, me and you have very different careers. Yeah. But if I was to explain something that I did with passion, you'd be bought in. Oh, yeah. Same way, vice versa. Well, I think that's why people buy into the show. Everything we talk about, we we are passion. thoroughly... We don't talk about things on here that we're not passionate about. Yeah. We have the choice. When we prep for episodes, We why would we go and pick something that we don't care about? Yeah. We display to you... Because you guys trust us. You trust that you're clicking on an episode to hear what we have to say, and we're passionate about it. And I hope that's... I think that's why it's worked. I hope so. Ultimately, that's yeah. what I hope. Uh, you guys... I don't know how to wrap this thing up. Um, we've been recording for 30 minutes. I hope we covered, I don't know, what else should we tell them to do this summer? Enjoy your life. Yeah. But also just don't be stupid. We care about you guys. We want all of you guys to continue to build what you're doing. If you're yeah. a middle schooler listening to this, bro, go hop on Fortnite with your friends. Enjoy your life. Um, also, my quick word, if something might cost a little bit more, but it's going to give you a better memory, do it. Do it. It's worth Spend it. Spend money on trips this summer, not alcohol. Spend money on going to the arcade with your friends, not drugs. Um, be safe this summer. We want all you guys to be really safe. Don't drink and drive. Don't get into a car with a drunk driver. Ask that girl or that guy out on a date. True. Be Do careful. that. Um, use protection, please, this summer. I don't want any <laughs> of our listeners coming back with a kid. I'm trying to think, what are all the things that a parent should be telling them? Maybe these kids haven't heard. Um, be very safe. Just don't don't drink anything that you don't know what it is. Even if you're peer pressured, even if the girl you really like tells you to, don't do it. It's not worth it. Your life is really important. Have a sleepover and eat a crap ton of junk food and feel terrible yeah, in the morning. But not alcohol. Just do the junk food part, dude. Play video games with your friends. Wake up for sunrise. Um, you're not going to regret any of it except doing the bad stuff don't do that yeah be like us have a whole pack of bagels in one night do it's great that. make bread at 4 a.m oh yeah classics uh you guys listen to your parents have good relationship with your parents this summer i think all they want is trust so build up trust with your parents if you're like my parents are super controlling they won't let me do anything chances are it's probably because you've broken trust in the past um me and josh both have really great trust with our parents they let us go on trips they let josh travel out of the country but that's because josh has built trust over the years so if you feel like that's the thing with your parents, have a chat before summer. Ask them, how can I build trust with you? I guarantee that's going to go a long way. Yep. Um, again, be safe. We care about you guys. Your lives matter. Go enjoy your summer. We'll see you guys next week. That's a wrap. That's a wrap.